Welcome to Stressless Obsessed, the podcast. My name is Sophie Deans, and I'm here to bring you all things on self-care, self-development, as well as lifestyle tips and hacks to keep your life as simple and stress-free as possible. So let's make a start and join me on a journey of living a life with less stress. Hello, you're listening to Stress Less Obsessed, the podcast. Welcome back if you are a current and previous listener and welcome if you're a new listener. It's great to have you here and I hope that you all enjoy the show. So today I want to take you through three life-changing books that I highly recommend everyone should read in their life. These are three books that have really made a huge impact on my mindset. I think they've allowed me to be much more um, open-minded and educated and they've actually really changed my perspective on life and how I view the world. And I think this is something everyone should have access to. Some of you may have heard of them before and I'd love to hear if you have and what you thought about them. But these books have got really good reviews so I often do my research before I buy a book. I like to know that I'm not wasting my time. There's nothing worse than getting to the end of a book that you've spent. Well, it takes me a few weeks at least to get through a book because I like to read just before bed and it makes me quite sleepy. Um, But yeah, there's nothing worse than putting in all that time and effort and it's just a complete waste of time. Or actually even worse than that, what annoys me more is not finishing a book at all. I like to finish my books, I don't like to leave anything half done. So yeah, that's just painful when you're not enjoying something. So yeah, I hope that you'll find these books interesting and like I say they've got good reviews so hopefully you'll enjoy them too. So I find reading super relaxing and almost meditative actually. I find it super calming Um, when I'm reading before bed it literally takes me about five minutes before I start to feel sleepy and really puts me to sleep, relaxes me. Um, I have been trying to make a bit more of an effort to read during the day as well. I get through my books a little bit quicker if I do that. But yeah, if you're not an avid reader just like me, then perhaps you might uh, want to seek out audible versions and audiobooks. It might be a bit easier. Um, If you don't feel like you have the time to read, then perhaps you can put these on whilst you're driving or walking, doing the dishes or housework, you know, kind of a little bit of multitasking there, but you'll still get some of the benefits, you know, from um, that level of focus, that calming. Um, yeah, and of course, you're going to get all the benefits from the learnings and um, perspective that these books add to and what they offer. So. It's not often really that I can remember exactly what a book is about or that it leaves a lasting imprint 
on my brain and it's not often that I'll go around recommending books either um but these books I'm pretty sure I know at least two of them um one of them I definitely went around after I read it and recommended it to everyone I knew because I found it so profound and this will be the first one that I talk about um so yeah these books really have left a lasting imprint and I haven't read them for a few years but even now I still recognize how um, impactful they were so let's work the way through these three books um I don't think they're in any particular order but I would say this first one is the the strongest one on my list let's just say that and this one is actually called um, the courage to be disliked now the author here is Ishiko Kishimi and Jumitaki Koga I believe Ishiro Kishimi Fumitaki Koga there you go I don't know if I pronounced that right the first time or the second time or either times um <clears throat> but yes there you go that's number one on my list now this book I feel like the title doesn't completely sum up what the book is about um obviously you can tell for the title it's about not conforming but really I felt the book was a lot broader than that and I guess we all learn as we get older to become more authentic and more true to ourselves in order to be happier and basically giving less, you know, about what everyone else thinks of you to just be you and just not worry about what everyone else is thinking. But, you know, that can be really hard if you're not quite there yet. And so reading this book could give you that um, push that you need to get there but I also found this book was really interesting because it's written in a format that I've never um, read another book in and it's in like a script or it's a conversation between um, a philosopher and a student or a youth <clears throat> and I really love that the way that the student challenges the philosopher on his views and asks a lot of the questions that I was thinking myself as I read it and so every time I kind of thought I don't agree with what the philosopher is saying neither did the youth and you know he said exactly what was on my mind but then the philosopher would come back and argue that agreement and that's really did open my mind even further because then I'm like hmm okay that's fair enough I can see where you're going with this and you know some of the teachings here are quite controversial um, and quite delicate. I don't want to ruin the book for you um, but I guess to give you one example so you get a little bit of an idea it can give you um, a bit of a summary of how people can in enable other people to stay in a negative pattern of their life or living situation 
and basically not move into a pattern of happiness because they're too comfortable where they are. It kind of tells how some people are basically happy to be unhappy. And I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with the statement here. I think things are probably um, a lot more um, colourful than that and not so black and white. But it is very thought-provoking the way it is put across and how it's discussed. And that allowing someone to be uncomfortable in their unhappiness might give them that motivation to make a change for the positive. I guess when you hear people hit rock bottom um, and that they had to get there in order to make a change, it's that kind of vibe it touches on, I remember. Um, But yeah, later in the book, it also discusses the many areas of our life that we actually need to be stable in order to have a happy and sustainable life. And this can be from having a sense of community to having um, a sense of purpose and being authentic. I really feel like there are so many learnings in this book and so many that I really want to read it again, actually. Um, It's been a while, but I know that I felt like I learned so much last time. It really opened my mind. It challenged my pre-existing thoughts on the world, on other people, on my own way of living, for the better as well, definitely more positively. And I think that's why I've recommended it to so many people, because I feel like it would have a positive impact on their life and improve their mindsets to be more positive as well. Um, I feel like if you're not feeling 100% happy in yourself at the moment, if there's something you're struggling with, if you're looking for personal growth and development and you're looking for a self-help book, I highly recommend this one. It's so valuable, the lessons in there. And like I say, I think I'm actually going to read this one again once I finish the current book I'm on. Right. That was Japanese, by the way, in case you didn't guess by the uh, author's names. And my second book also happens to be Japanese, and it's called Ikigai. So the full title, sorry, is Ikigai, The Japanese Secret to a Long and Happy Life. And let's see if I can pronounce the authors. It's Hector Garcia and Francesc Miral. And it's the Japanese word for a reason to live or um, a reason to jump out of bed in the morning. So that's how it's summed up. And this book I found interesting, again, because it touches on happiness and um, living a purposeful life, Um, but also because I've recently watched um, on Netflix, there was a documentary about the world's blue zones. Now, I don't know if it's a coincidence that my two recommended books here are Japanese, and yet um, there's some um, of the world's blue zones in Japan. And these blue zones are places in the world where the longest living people exist. 
and there's a few actually in Japan. Is it a coincidence that happiness um, seems to be a way of life or a focus in Japan and these people are living longer? It may be, but that stood out to me. Anyway, <clears throat> if we move past this mindset and happiness, living longer, um, I guess we can touch on science because we all know how detrimental stress and cortisol play on health. Um, so obvious being a happier and less stressed person, you know, these could align. You know, I'm sure it's not just a coincidence. Anyway, ikigai. It's for purpose, finding your purpose in life. If you can align your purpose with um, something you enjoy, what you do for work and you can get paid for it, then that's something that will bring you happiness. Now, not all of us are able to currently have this luxury um, in order to be doing a hobby where it gives us purpose and we're able to pay our bills with it as well. But it did make me think when I read this that it is possible and that how much more enjoyable life would be if a passion could become a source of income and it gives you purpose if you're helping people or giving back. My only thought against this was when you take something you love, you enjoy it because you do it as a hobby in your spare time and perhaps you turn it into a chore maybe you'd lose that enjoyment perhaps but you know maybe it's not your ikigai then because it has to involve a purpose and giving back and providing something either way i found this book really thought-provoking and interesting and i highly recommend it to open your mind and see if perhaps if you're not quite happy with your job, your work, if there is something else in life that you might be pulled towards and feel more purpose and be happier pursuing. So this could be potentially life-changing and I think a lot of people need to read, read this or hear this and just not settle for a life that you're not completely happy with. Now, my third book is not Japanese. It's completely different, actually. Now, this book is, I would say, more of an informational book, a little bit of education, tips. And it's called Mindful Money. And this is by financial planner, Kana Campbell. Now, I've been a fan of Kana Campbell ever since I read this book. And she has another book called The Thousand Dollar Project, I believe. And I bought both of these books at the same time. But I feel this book is really a foundation for investing for women and taking your first step into having power over your financial future. And this book was very valuable and impactful to me because it gave me the tools to make my very first investment in the share market. And it really gave me the confidence and gave me the upper hand to do something that I had kind of thought of as being 
um, thing guys did, more masculine, you know, women don't know anything about um, investing or I could only speak for my friends anyway, we um, didn't know anything or how to even get started, you're just not taught this at school. Um, and so I recommend this book to women to give them the knowledge and awareness as Kana is a woman herself, a financial planner. And she um, was really looking to help and educate women. Now, if I had had this book when I was 20 years old, oh my goodness, I would be such financially better off than I am now. And we know that more money doesn't necessarily mean we are happier. But look, it definitely allows us to have a bit more freedom and to have um, a means to deal with whatever is thrown our way. Look, it gives us one less thing to worry about and be stressed about. So it certainly does not um, give, have any harm to our future to be spending time get in the know about our finances. So having this information at our fingertips, I think would definitely give women much more confidence and financial power and independence. So we don't have to rely on a male figure in our life to deal with this stuff for us. Um, and even seek out, I think we should always seek out um, professional advice anyway, but to have an idea so you're just not mindlessly seeking out advice without a clue. So even if you don't decide to invest and you read this book, how much better would you feel by having these learnings, have a bit of background knowledge so you have the option to choose rather than if you have no idea what's out there, you basically, yeah sure, ignorance is bliss, but your choice is taken away from you. It's, it's not there if you don't know what you could have. So it's not all about investing, I have to say, but that's what I got from the book. Um, that's what I was looking for. I wanted to learn how to invest for my future. And this is life-changing, I think, actually, because I say it would have been life-changing if I read it when I was 20, but if I hadn't read it until another 10 years, you know, I've benefited from investing when I have and all the tips on managing my money and saving. And it's, it was just a really good book to read and that's why I recommend it. So there you are. These are three books that have completely changed my life, opened my eyes, given me such valuable knowledge and I would 100% read these three all over again. And I think that would be beneficial because things I'm sure have dropped off along the way and you miss things, you know, you're at certain points in your life where you pick up certain points and, you know, I'm at a different place in my life now to when I read them last. So I think that was, that's on my list for this year. I'm going to read these three books again. And I hope you will too. So please let me know what you think of these books. Perhaps you've read them already or you've been thinking about reading them or maybe you're going to dip into them and then come back and let me know which one was your favourite. If you enjoyed them, 
and what you took away from them because I would really love to hear how you got on. Okay, well, I hope you found this episode interesting and thank you for coming back. I'll see you next time. Breathe and stress less. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, stresslessobsessed. And thanks for listening. Until next time, breathe and stress less.